This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. I could like I could like visualize it. Like he's doing he's right literally there. stuffing his own dumpling. <laughs> and Chris Ello. You're a 49er fan and you want to be champions, but you're not. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, San Diego? Welcome in. On this Tuesday afternoon, getting set up here still <laughs> at Cathedral well, Catholic. Oh my goodness! You talk about flying into the show on horseback. I mean, it was uh, it was a little treacherous. You got to remember, the last time we were here was about what two years ago. Two years ago, we yeah. set up near the football field. So, uh, of course, I assume that's where we would be. Although we're not doing football today, we yeah. are covering this uh, big time matchup, big time rivalry between Cathedral Catholic and, and St. Augustine Saints. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. I'm sure this place is going to be pretty packed tonight. It's going to be rocking here at Cathedral High School. It's great to be back out in the high schools again. We did it uh, for for really a couple of years uh, Yeah, prior to COVID. We haven't been out and about in a while. And uh, Tony was really the the, the mind behind all of this, the driving force. He said, hey, let's get out and do a basketball game. And uh, so we should have some fun tonight. Cathedral and Saints will be the game following our program. But... uh, it's a rivalry game, yep. and uh, Saints has the number one team in the county. Mike Hopped, uh, the head coach there, used to play at San Diego State, also played at USD, and uh, he's got himself a great basketball program. Cathedral's always very good, but uh, a little bit down this yeah. year for them. However, as they say, Tony, in a rivalry game, you throw, can throw, throw out, out the, the records. Way, throw, out, throw, throw out, out the, the records. So yep. it should be some fun tonight, and uh, we'll be uh, broadcasting here from the high school all day long, we sound like, or I sound like I'm out of breath. Scraby's been uh, My man, Scraby. pulling it off this, here in the last five minutes. The uh, the connection went kind of cattywampus on us. I so. solely think that when we do these uh, destination, this is where Scraby makes his ends meet right here. Because this is, this is the toughest part wait, of the job. Wait, 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 wait. All the other stuff I do doesn't no, no, count. But I'm saying this, other, is, this, is, is this is when I see you at your most, um, how do you say, 
Stressed? Stressed, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, this is where I see you at your most stressed. So, uh, the good thing is right now is if Scraby doesn't fix this machine, I'm not going to be on the show today because <laughs> I can't hear anything I'm saying. So. <laughs> Neither can I, Chris. I really Neither know. can I. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I'll just have to use your headset. You'll have to use mine. I can hear you fine. Yeah, I, I know, can but too. I can't hear you. You can't hear all. you. Well, so that's, I mean, weird. you do put up the volume all the way, so maybe that's an issue. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's, a, it's exciting to be here. We're going to have a good time today. It's a good way to kick off a uh, after a three-day uh, weekend. And, uh, yeah, Scravey's really been uh, pulling his hair out, what he's got left of it. Uh, actually, he's, he's the only one of the three of us <laughs> who doesn't have to pull his hair out. He's the only thing I got he's is got a good head of hair. Actually he's got the out. good head of hair. But, uh, yeah, he's been trying to – he started to get a little stressed because five minutes before he went on the air – we got word from Maddie back in the studio that the connection was no good. She's yeah. like, you guys sound and like robots. I'm like, what? Yeah, we were you doing everything. Everything was going along perfectly fine. And then um, it uh, it went a little haywire. But I think we're okay. And uh, looking forward to the show today. We're going to have both coaches from the uh, two teams on the show today a little bit later. And we'll have all the atmosphere from uh, Cathedral Catholic. And uh, we should really thank these guys at Cathedral. A lot of people have asked me because I told people we are going to be out and about uh, doing a high school game this week, and they said, where are you going to be? And I said, Cathedral. And they said, you guys are kind of always at Cathedral. And I said, i got to be honest with you. Cathedral Catholic High School just loves having us and does a great job of, you know, you know, putting this all together for us. It's not that other high schools won't do it. Not every high school is equipped to do there's, there's, what these guys can do here if, at Cathedral. If, so. we're, if we're being 100% honest, uh, not every place is equipped to be able to handle uh, That's right. the type of wiring and, and, every, and the, the, the Wi-Fi, all that. Every school is not capable of it. And, and quite frankly, uh, some folks, some schools haven't quite reached back out. When you when you reach <laughs> out right. We've to do it, uh, you hear nothing. It, it makes it more, makes if it more you're, difficult. If you're, we don't want to go anywhere that... It's that we aren't one, ultimately. Yeah, right? if, you're, if you're sitting out there and you're going to a high school and you say, hey, well, how come you guys never come to our high school? Well, you know, reach out to us. We'd yeah. love to come out to your high school and do our program from there. So, um, you know, it's a cathedral today. We'll be elsewhere, hopefully down the yeah, road. Yeah, no, this, but- is, this is certainly uh, um, a, a tester right here. We want to see, because we've done football. We know that that one works. Now, uh, in the football time when we were doing it, you had coach – actually doing the games um he and Braden the, uh, would broadcast the game games. after our show we're, that made it really really we're not good. quite to that point yet but if all goes well maybe that's something uh we can do in the maybe future. eventually and yeah but, and, and that's true when we did football we were all over the county i yeah. mean we were out at granite hills we were up at el camino we, we went to um we went to uh we went to um east, Ranch. We went to east lake east lake yeah, yeah we, we we hit them all so we were all over the county during football and we'll try to do the same for basketball Lacosta canyon too yes gravy lacosta i wore canyon. i wore my jersey that didn't fit anymore <laughs> <laughs> my football jersey that did not fit anymore yeah. quite a sight that i've tried to unsee for many years now uh there was some football also that happened uh over pretty the, good over football the weekend. pretty good football pretty good games i mean where, where shall we start i mean uh, well, you, the, start, you start the Chargers, right? You got to start with the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, come Chargers on, that's, charging. That was just unbelievable. <laughs> you know, I was gonna, I was gonna say that what happened to the Chargers could not happen to a worse owner. 
but the fact of the matter is there probably isn't a worse owner. So mm. it's true. It can't mm. happen to anybody worse. I, I, that's really my, my feelings on that game. I feel bad for the players who play for that franchise and have this guy hanging over their head. Uh, I feel good for the people in San Diego that are still, you know, I mean, maybe you should get over it by now, this whole Definitely thing. Definitely should that, get over it by that, now. You know what, the Chargers <laughs> left seven years ago, and now they're losing a football game, and everybody in San Diego is saying, take that. I, I'll be honest with you. I'd be. I'd still rather have a team. I, I'd much rather have a team than have L.A. have to get the team and you know go through what they had to go through. But you know, as far as the game itself was concerned, Brandon Staley, like a lot of guys, doesn't know how to coach with a twenty-seven nothing lead. He he did not. He ran the, ball five the clock. times. He did not utilize the clock at all. He's got Austin Eckler in the backfield. He had no idea how to protect that lead and. Joey Bosa lost his mind out on the football field. I, you just can't do that. I, I'm sorry. You can't do that twice in a game. The only, the only sad part about being in a, in a destination location right now is we can't get uh, the sound that Joey Bosa provided. Oh, I have it for the big five. Oh, okay. Oh, I have it for the big five. I, I mean, he, he, he lost it. Lost. He lost it. Absolutely lost it. And uh, him lining up off sides turned out to be a game. I mean, they were up 27-7 to at that point, and they got the sack. They would have forced Jacksonville into a fourth down or a field goal, and I don't think Jacksonville completes the comeback. But I, 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 we talked to some fans today. If you want to call in, you're a Charger hater. Why are you still a Charger? I mean, spend your time elsewhere. <laughs> what, what, you know, this whole notion that the whole city of San Diego was having a parade Saturday night because the Chargers lost the this game. It seemed like it. Okay. Everybody was ecstatic. I watched a couple of the uh, post-game uh, local television oh, okay. shows. Okay. And these guys were clicking their heels. They were doing cartwheels <laughs> on television, you know, because, aha, the Chargers lost. That's what you get for leaving San Diego got to be honest with you really had nothing to do with it it, it was just a it was it's a bad owner you it's a ba- it's a bad look it's still a bad owner it's a bad organization it's a bad franchise and those things happen i mean to bad franchises i i wasn't really always i wasn't all that surprised that they lost that game should any of us be i know we i talk mean it about seemed it like it was set up for we, them we talk about it all the time it's a trickle down effect that's Every, it. what you have at the top sets the standard for everything that comes below it yeah and that has been the case i, I will also say this i find it uh ironic that uh the team is up 27 nothing and they blow a 27 nothing lead and they fire the offensive coordinator when it was all said and done. I mean, it, it, here's, and here's the thing. You know who calls the defensive plays? Mr. Staley calls yeah. the defensive plays. The play. head coach of the team. <laughs> I found that to be quite ironic. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, you had a feeling this was going to happen if you were watching the game only because. 100% you did the whole time. Because the Chargers were up 5 nothing in the turnover battle, and they ended up being up 5 nothing in the turnover battle. But after they got five turnovers, they still didn't have a big enough lead. And that's why it seems set up. But you're right, the same offensive coordinator that... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get that 27-0 lead. He loses his job. The head coach who blows a 27-0 lead keeps his job. Uh, I do want to ask you what you thought about Justin Herbert. It was his first playoff game. I think he was less than stellar. Uh, Made some plays in the first half, but not enough. It's interesting that once again, though, Justin Herbert he is, escapes it all. He escapes it all. <laughs> Everything after this game was well. Justin Herbert was fine. It's the Chargers. It's the organization. I'm not saying Justin Herbert isn't good. I'm saying that Justin Herbert still has to prove it and get the job done. And he he failed in his opportunity. It may listen. It's early. Just Justin's in what his third year, yeah, third season. Absolutely. Um, but it does seem like. He's developed a layer of Teflon at this point that allows him to evade all – and not even evading it. It doesn't even exist no at, criticism at all. No criticism at all. At all. And, I mean, this is a guy who went 25 of 43. He didn't have he didn't have a bad game, but he also didn't make any plays down the stretch yeah. that you see quarterbacks that are put in his bracket make consistently. Yeah, you could have sealed that game five or six different times, and, and they were never able to seal it up. So uh, that was part of the, uh, the, the, the situation. It was uh, – you know, like I said, if you're taking joy out of that, I would rather have a football team. But, you know, a lot of people are taking joy out of that. Jacksonville moves on. And, uh, you know, Doug Peterson, I don't, I don't understand why Philadelphia ever let this guy go in the first place. You've got to be a great coach to get your young quarterback to somehow settle down after there, four interceptions and focus back on what you're trying to do. And he did that to perfection in that game. It, you can't blame this all on the Chargers. You have to give some, you know, credit to the team that pulled the comeback D- off. Doug Peterson has always shown the ability to make good second half adjustments, even at his time in, in Philadelphia. And I, I think it's important. I, I personally attribute Trevor Lawrence's to to Trevor Lawrence. His, his at that young of an age to go out and throw four picks in your first playoff game in about your and first five attempts pretty much it was like the first six times he threw the ball four of them were interceptions and he turned it around and was able to, to settle down and get to being the number one pick that I think everybody is seeing I'll say this about Doug Peterson um, what you what you like about what he's done um, with Jacksonville and, and you mentioned why he can't understand why he ever was let go of Philadelphia it seemed like in Philadelphia whatever he was saying wasn't quite connecting like it had been in Philly. And that happens to all coaches, right? But he gets a new opportunity, and he is dialed into this team right now. And uh, Jacksonville, you know, they play, they've they been playing some good football really for the last six, seven weeks 
uh, to this point. And that was uh, that was a tremendous performance, uh, really all around. I mean, you get, give the defensive credit. They gave up 27 points in the first half and gave up three from that point on. Yeah, they did a great job. And uh, Brandon Staley. Well co- it was a well-coached game by, by Jackson. It really was. And Brandon Staley does not escape the uh, criticism also of uh, playing Mike Williams and everybody the week before because without Mike Williams, the Chargers were okay. When DeAndre Carter went down, their next wide receiver, then they weren't okay. Right. The depth and had been already been touched on before nobody, the game started. They, they had nobody left to play wide receiver except for Keenan Allen, who they were obviously triple teaming in the second half. And so, you know, that hurt Justin Herbert and his ability and to you move know the football. We, but that's, that's what bad franchises do. And as long as you got that ownership there with the Chargers, you know, you're going to have these things happen. You, you very well – I mean, might have put it in perspective there for for Justin Herbert. Um, we talked about him evading criticism, and, and some in some ways it's because it turns to it turns to Brandon Staley because Mike Williams wasn't another option for him out in that game. No, he wasn't. No. You know, what's funny is that game started, or I thought that game had started. It was a replay. And I'm like, oh, I guess Mike Williams uh, was able to, to get oh. in after, get in after all. Then I oh. thought about it. I was like, wait a minute, the game's supposed to be in Jacksonville. Okay, this is a this is a replay. They were the, showing a different game. <laughs> they were showing the week two or week three matchup, as it was. So, uh, we got a lot to get to in this in this show today. As we mentioned, uh, uh, Cathedral Catholic taking on Saint Augustine here at Cathedral Catholic on the hardwood. Uh, we'll. we'll Take you up to that start of of that game, but AJ Preller busy over the weekend. We got the rest of these uh, NFL games. The Aztecs take a tough one uh, to New Mexico. A uh, lot to talk about here. Jerry Brewer, the Washington Post, will join us uh, a little bit later on. As we mentioned, we have both head coaches from these two teams uh, as well. Sit back, have some fun with us, Gwen and Chris, when we return. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris, broadcasting live today from Cathedral Catholic High School, site of tonight's basketball rivalry game between Cathedral and St. Augustine. We appreciate you joining us here, our first trip out and about to one of the high schools and uh, actually since the COVID uh, shutdown. So uh, it's good to be back out and spending some time at the high schools and We'll be here uh, right up until game time. We'll have a couple of coaches, uh, the coaches uh, for the two teams on a little bit later on to help us preview it. But, uh, of course, NFL, super wild card weekend. Don't want to shortchange the National Football League any. Uh, wrapped up last night. We'll talk about all the games. In fact, Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post is going to join us in the next segment. So we'll cover the uh, the 49ers and, uh, and the Dolphins situations as we move along here. But last night... Dallas Cowboys looking very impressive, I must say. Looks so impressive that Tom Brady might have been driven into retirement. I mean, that's how good the Cowboys played last night. They had just tons of pressure on Brady. There were no open wide receivers downfield. Offensively, Dak Prescott shook off all the criticism, took his team up and down the field all night long, made, made plays on fourth down. That wasn't even a 31 to 14 game. That was it, it a bigger really blowout than that. It wasn't. And, uh, you know, in all of Tom's success, he has his offensive line is the best part of the team. And most of the time, in almost all the time that he's ever had success, the offensive line is always intact. That offensive line got picked apart 
time and time again. It seemed like Tom had very little time. And it wasn't all on the offensive line. When Tom had time, he wasn't he wasn't all that accurate. No, he wasn't. And so, to your point, I think Ryan Clark said, I think he tweeted at some point, after this game, who would want Tom Brady to be their starting quarterback next year? But uh, nonetheless, you got to give a ton of credit to the Cowboys because they looked atrocious last week. Sure. They looked horrible. There wasn't very many people who felt like they'd get that type of performance that they got last night from the Dallas Cowboys, but to their credit, they stepped up. Um, they made play after play after play. And as you said, that game was a much bigger score than the 31-14 scoreboard uh, uh, certainly said last night. Yeah, I mean, talking about Tom Brady, that's a perfect tweet by Ryan Clark because that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, Tom Brady's going to be a free agent. Most people don't expect him to go back to Tampa Bay. Who, who's going to want him after right. that performance? Right. I mean, somebody's going to have to really talk themselves into it and overlook not only an awful performance that he turned in last night, but pretty much an awful performance he turned in all season. I yeah. mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, remember, were 8-9 and nine coming into that game. They only qualified for the playoffs because their division was so bad. Uh, Tom Brady never, maybe once, looked like, maybe once he looked like himself this year, that final drive against the Rams. Yeah. And that was a game in which they'd been held to three points the entire game. And then he, you know, he finally got some magic together for one last drive and they beat, you know, a stumbling Rams team. But I, I, I know Miami's been rumored as a possibility. I do not want Tom Brady on my, on my <laughs> you quarterbacking want, my you football want, team. You, want, you don't want the gold on your team? No, I, I really don't. I, I, I think it's not that the magic is on because Magic's probably always going to be there, Tony. He's always going to be smarter than every quarterback in the league. It's the skills. Physically. The skills are it's just physical. not there. That I was, mean, let's be honest. Let's be real. That was the thing that separated him, right? You knew his mind was going to be there. The question was, physically, can he hold up at, what, 45? Yeah. Uh, it didn't look like he held up all that well. It, it really didn't. He wasn't. The ball wasn't coming at the same. He certainly – this I, I don't I haven't looked at the numbers, but this had to be one of the more inaccurate years he's had uh, throughout his career. And, and people keep looking at his passing yardage and saying, well, he set a record for how, passing yardage. Well, of course he did. He had 60 attempts <laughs> every game. He almost broke the playoff record, which was, I believe, 68 uh, attempts. He almost broke that. He came within three, I believe. Yeah, he threw, uh, I think, 66 passes last night. Two, I yeah. mean, so, look, I, it's not to – we'll never forget how great Tom Brady was. Even if you don't like Tom Brady like right. Scraby, you have to appreciate <laughs> Even how – Even if you're a hater like Scraby, Yeah, right? you have to appreciate how – sitting here. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to point something out that's obvious. You don't like the guy. But it's obvious, too, that he's just – He's not going to be the same, and, there, and there's no nothing to suggest that a whole year is going to go by and he's going to get hey, going to get better. I think because he's been so good in my mind, I'm willing to give him one more year to show me maybe Ooh. maybe the divorce, maybe all of the stuff he dealt with this year maybe, was but. a little bit more. But my eyes tell me physically this year he looked different, a lot different than even last year, and he wasn't like the best last year, but. He looked way better last year from a physical standpoint. I agree. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens this offseason. He said he's going to take his time to think about it, decide. I think it's going to come down to the interest, uh, to be honest with you. Tom Brady is going to go around the league. He's going to gauge the interest. He's going to see who is, you know, wants to bring him in, whether that situation is something that he would, you know, feel comfortable with. And I have a feeling if he starts looking around the league and doesn't get the kind of answers that he wants, 
you'll see him say peace out. <laughs> You're probably He's right. going to say peace out before before everybody says they don't want him. He'll retire first and that's that seems to be a fair thing to do. I don't how, I don't how, I don't know how I feel because I I find it hard to believe that he would have sacrificed all that he sacrificed this year just to play that season, like that, seems like a move that is meant for at least two tries at the, the two bites at the apple. But maybe you're right. Maybe he gets out there, starts to test the water and a little cold, and he's like, "Yeah, all right, I think I'm gonna take it to the house." We'll see. How many times do you think he's gonna retire before he actually retires? Because I, I feel like I we're think coming the, up on. I this. think the next time he retires, it'll be it. I think the next time. I, well. Yeah, so he's retired once, came back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the next time he retires, I think it will be the final nail in the coffin. I don't know why. Yeah, you guys are right about Tom Brady going to other teams. The 49ers are linked to him, too. Like, teams that don't need quarterbacks are linked to him. I don't understand why you would blow up a team because, for Tom Brady. Let me tell you why. It's because every coach that's worth his salt thinks that he's got the goods to go along with the brain of Brady to get you where you need to go. Yeah. And, and you know, that'll be the test. Listen. I will say this. Peyton Manning was a shell of himself by the time he got on that that championship team. But it's got to be like the perfect situation. He's got to have all pieces laid out. And when you look out on the landscape of the teams that are are available, I don't know other than the Niners. That's the only one. Other than the Niners that any team set up like that. Nobody is. The 49ers are the only team. It's the only place that Brady could go. I think can have any kind of success because they wouldn't be asking that much from him. What about the Colts? That's where <laughs> quarterbacks go to retire. Well, that's where he if he go to the Colts, it's going to put him no. into retirement. Jim Irsay is not going to be well, able if to the culture is Tom Brady. If the culture is only option. He'll announce he'll retire. his retirement. He'll be there. There's, there's no question about it. <laughs> In the meantime, the Dallas Cowboys now look like a uh, real challenger. <laughs> To the 49ers. Yes, I mean, uh, that's the last thing I want to happen. <laughs> they played so well last night that uh, the 49ers have to be uh, saying, hey, wait a second now. We're going to have a, a, a tiger on our tail. As a matter of fact, I thought all of the teams that are going to be underdog this next weekend, a la the Giants, we talked about the Jaguars, Cowboys, the Bengals, maybe not as much because they didn't have a great performance. But at least the other three, I think all those teams are going to fighting chance going on the road this oh, upcoming with, weekend. Without a doubt. It, 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 a rival in Giants-Eagle, yeah. you, you, you can throw out records. You can throw out whatever happened in the regular season. Third time these two teams are meeting. That one's a, a – it's really a coin flip. I think it is, too. It, it really is. Um, who was the other one? Jaguars. Jaguars. I feel probably the safest, I feel, of the four matchups. Because, I mean, listen, the Bills and Bengals, that's going to be... Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Uh, I think that's going to be still going to be a good a game, good game yeah. for sure. Um, and then you obviously have the Niners and, and Cowboys again. That is a historic rival I know. right my, there. My, my childhood was full of being beat <laughs> by the Cowboys. Historic. It rival. seems like it this hurts. is about the 
400th meeting for these teams in the playoffs. You know, and, and, and it makes me nervous that they met last year, and it came mm. down to literally the last second. Dak Prescott couldn't spike the ball in time. Yeah. I just I, I don't like any anything about this. I do like how the 49ers played in the second half of the game against the Seahawks. I was freaking out on Twitter. Someone called me dramatic because of how I was reacting. But that was scary in the first half, guys. That was scary. I, I, purposely, I purposely resisted. <laughs> Texting, <laughs> calling, because I thought that might happen. I yeah. thought that you know the Niners, all they got to do is get on, get on a good one, and they're gonna they're gonna put their foot on the gas, and it's gonna be over. Brock Purdy's overthrowing guys by twenty five yards. He's losing the ball. It's just it was it was a disaster in the first half, and yeah. then and then Jimmy Ward hitting Geno Smith to put them in field goal position. I was like. Going into halftime, I thought they were going to lose that game. I was pacing. <laughs> I can't. I don't even want to do it next week. Don't even want to. You know, it's interesting that young that, that young man I just had. Yeah, who was that? Uh, his his uncle is the is the 49er fan at, at the barbershop. Oh. So uh, it's funny. It's ironic. It's ironic that he walked up as you were as, as as you were talking about your ironic. your fear of uh, the Niners possibly losing that game. Um, yeah, man, this is uh, the the playoffs. It's the playoffs. It's so, I mean, yeah. look, maybe you know, maybe we're all going to be surprised that the Dolphins were so close to the Bills and the Ravens were so. Can close we talk about that Ravens one real quick? To the Bengals, but this is teams get into the playoffs. They put it on the line, and the yeah, the Ravens had a shot. You know for what? Sure. I, I know we gotta we gotta get the break. So, but we'll get into it later. Man, talk about having to depend on that play in terms of the Bengals. I mean, they won that game based off of. Uh, a really a poor decision by by Hudley to try to stretch from it wasn't like a half yard it no, was like it was, a, two it was like two yards and yeah. um do you, do you and J.K. Dobbins agree with each other? The only difference is you should be able to say something. Maybe J.K. Dobbins yeah, shouldn't. Maybe J.K. probably should air a quietness on this. But yeah. hey, you, again, when you lose games like that, yeah. emotions are high. I'm sure the following day he wanted that back, but. You're probably going to get it unfiltered, and so uh, it was. That was to think that the Ravens actually had a chance to win that ball game. They should without without uh, without Lamar Jackson, and so uh, the question uh, now turns to the following week, where you got a team in, in the Bengals going up against the Bills. Man, this is that's gonna be a, that's, that might be the best of the now nah, the Niners Cowboys will be up there too. Those will be two of the better games, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend of football. It was a great weekend of wild card action. Jerry Brewer, Washington Post will help us break it down even further when Gwen and Chris returns to Cathedral Catholic High School on 97.3 The Fan. Gwen and Chris, 2:38 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby here at Cathedral Catholic. The Dons taking on San Augustine. The Saints here tonight. Seven o'clock match or six o'clock. Is it six o'clock or seven o'clock tonight? You know? They start at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. I'm sure. Seven o'clock matchup. Big rivalry between the two teams. We'll hope to have both head coaches on at some point during the show. Uh, as I understand it, our sound isn't quite that great. I'm We've working. Got, got a couple tweets. Uh, one read. Fox your sound. What does that mean? <laughs> Sounds like bleep. 
Um, uh, so I, I believe we, they meant to say fix. I think he meant to say fix. Oh, fix so if you're going to criticize us, Randy, yeah, just spell. make sure you spell fix right. <laughs> spell correctly. Uh, and we, are, we are efforting to make yeah. it better, so we appreciate you hanging in there Thank with you, us. Thank you, Randy. Uh, appreciate the tweet. Even if it was there was a misspelling in there, we get it. We are I'm on, trying to fox we it, are okay? On, we are on the clock trying to fix it. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, playoff uh, football got underway. Um, and so our next guest is, is the guest to have joining us here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. Jerry, thanks for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. And uh, it's funny, the last two articles you, you've written for the Post uh, pertain to these two quarterbacks uh, that uh, were in the playoffs, both lost. I want to start with Tom Brady because your article – that, that you wrote today, talked about him messing with the clock, and it's and it about to get a little awkward, right? Because last night's performance, as my, my partner and I, Chris, were talking about, didn't really solicit, it wouldn't seem to solicit a whole bunch of interest after this season. Uh, what's your take on what you saw last night? Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw a quarterback who didn't want the smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, he's facing a ferocious pass rush. We get that. Dallas has with Michael Parsons as one of the best pass rushes in the league and just a great defense overall. Uh, but there, there were times when he could have hung in there a little bit, taken a hit, mm-hmm. and he decided not to. Uh, it seemed like when he threw that interception, uh, it, 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 it seemed like you just needed like another half second to kind of just plant your feet and make sure that you threw that into the stands, and he didn't do it. And that just it makes you worry about a guy who is, is that – afraid that that averse to contact uh and, and and that's what i saw from brady on top of the fact that as we we got we gave the bucks how many chances over the course of the year uh to snap out of it and they just weren't that team and they're they are a team in regression and they've lost a couple of pieces and uh, they would have to do something significant to reload they just yeah. don't have the appropriate roster to have a 45-year-old quarterback. And with Brady, you have to revise the conversation of how you talk about old guys. He's not mm-hmm. done, meaning like he can't go out and produce, but he's done from the standpoint of carrying a team. He can only do that for moments at a time, not weeks at a time. It seems much more like Peyton Manning at the end with Denver there. It seems like that's where we progress to, it seems like. Yeah, the only thing that's different is he doesn't have a major injury like like Peyton had at the end. Nah, but that, point. that could be coming. Jerry, uh, you talk about the magic, though, of Tom Brady, the knowledge of Tom Brady. I'm still thinking out there that some team is going to feel like that he can join them and all of a sudden it'll be Shangri-La. And somehow, you know, if they get themselves an offensive line and protect him, he can still make some things happen. But what happens if nobody – really comes calling can Brady step out gracefully and retire before it looks like it's kind of just not going to happen for him somebody's going to come calling Mm. they will I mean you're still talking about a league in which half of the teams have an inadequate option at quarterback and I don't know where Brady ranks that you not have to sit down and really sketch it out but he's still somewhere in that in that middle tier, let, let's say uh, 12 to 18, uh, so, somewhere in there. And 
for a guy like that with, with seven rings, uh, with the, the kind of like box office appeal that Tom Brady has, somebody's going to take a flyer. But the question is, is it somebody that's even worth playing for, right? And, and uh, it seems like the Raiders are perfectly set up to do this with Josh McDaniels and, and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller when, when he's healthy and Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs. And uh, you can get you can get the line uh, even better to, like, Brady's specifications. And you could see an offense that, that he could command. They also are one of the – five, six worst defenses uh, in the NFL. So I don't look at the Raiders and say, you plug in Tom Brady and it could be Tampa Bay 2020 all over again. And that's the kind of thing, like uh, Ryan Clark said it very, very well last night. You know, Brady is not going to continue to play to compete. He plays to excel. And where is a situation where you can guarantee that he would excel? That's the problem for him. Yeah, it seems to be only one team out there. We were talking about the 49ers are the only team that seems to have all the pieces that are necessary to make uh, a guy like Tom Brady or to bring a guy in like Tom Brady, but they may not be in, in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Jerry Brewer joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And, Jerry, I, I want to ask you about the other quarterback, and I, I alluded to it earlier, um, and, and Justin Herbert, uh, who, who didn't play bad but certainly wasn't one of his best games. Uh, Chris and I were talking about it. This is a guy who's been elevated into the upper echelon of the young quarterbacks, uh, and, he, and he seems to evade all criticism, it seems like. What did you take away from his performance in that game? It was lackluster. Um, mm. you know, even in getting up 27 to nothing, there, there were opportunities and points that were left on the field uh, for sure. As we've seen, they they fired offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, so there was a lot, at least organizationally, that they felt uh, there was a lot to be desired in the way that he was being coached. Uh, so you have to factor that in a little bit. Uh, you know, you keep going back to you've got a big lead and and you throw the ball nine straight times. Right. Uh, I don't think they run the proper offense, even though he's been just incredibly successful both with, with Pep Hamilton and with um, Lombardi. Uh, yeah. He's done – the perfect offense for him is power run and then utilize that big arm to have him throw over the top, not have him damn near lead the league and, and pass attempts. Uh, he's a tremendous talent. He's not, he's not on that level, like you were saying. Mm. Uh, and I think you were getting at that. He's not on that level of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow just yet so there are some 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 slight variations in the tiers but he's right below that and, and the question becomes right. can the chargers maximize what they have while he's at his best or are they gonna just play off and kind of abuse the quarterback because um, it was it was just it's a really disappointing year for brandon staley and that bunch and they put a lot on that kid and, and got him hurt, and he played through the ribs injury and all that stuff. Uh, but they got to come back with something better. They have to be a, a tougher football team and not put everything on the quarterback. Jerry, the folks in San Diego were celebrating Saturday night when they saw the Chargers <laughs> blow that lead because they were like, you know what, better L.A. than us. 
Is it is it just possible that the organization, the ownership, I mean, trickle down effect, that maybe the Chargers just will never get over the hump? You know, uh, working working in the city where Daniel Snyder owns the Washington Commanders, <laughs> uh, I very much believe in that idea that there's just something in the way that that these owners direct their organizations that can either make it or break it, and it does feel like there's a bit of a, a curse factor there. I, I'm not sure Spanos, that, that ownership group, really knows uh, what they're searching for. There are times when they should spend money uh, that they don't. There are times that they spend money almost as if to say, hey, we're not cheap. Um, and uh, uh, they, they just – it's very much an organization that just hasn't been able to finish. And – if you're an owner sitting there, I think at some point in the NFL, you do have to say, I'm going to risk it all to try to finish. Uh, and I think back to those, just those great teams in San Diego with, with uh, Gates and LT and Rivers and so on and so forth. And you're just like, man, you know, I love those teams. And you could say it was the, the Patriots that got in their way, but you could also say it was the organization itself that got in its own way. And, uh, yeah, I do still see some remnants of that. Uh, and it's amazing how that keeps coming up no matter who's coaching yeah. the franchise. Well, Jerry, you said it yourself. You're seeing it firsthand in, in the city that you're in and how much of an effect or trickle-down effect that has. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you at least one commander question. I mean, it's the only NFC East team not to find its way into the playoffs. W- what direction – or I should say, is there a direction, even with all of the Dan Snyder stuff hanging over, where is this team going? It certainly seemed like they took us, at least it felt like they took a step in the right direction this year. Oh, there's a direction for sure. Uh, if you're driving down the street and you see a street sign that says 7 and 10 this way, that's the way you turn and that's the direction that they're headed. I mean, they, they've been that way the entire time. Uh, under Ron Rivera, go seven and nine, and make the playoffs. Uh, come back and go seven and ten this year. Uh, you know what do they do? Uh, um, eight, eight and one. Is, is that what they did? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know they had uh, one they time. They beat Dallas, right? Like I mean, that was a miracle. They 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 were perfectly five hundred in every way. <laughs> um, <laughs> even even with the odd game, they tied it uh, so that they could stay five hundred. That's who they are. And that's who they're going to continue to be until a couple of things happen. Number one, they they, they got to find studs. They don't have a plus talent on their team. Uh, they got a lot of really good players. You think of Jonathan Allen. Uh, you think of uh, Terry McLaurin, who who might wind up graduating to be an A minus type of receiver uh, if you could get the right quarterback in there. Um, but they need studs. I mean, you got to have some dudes, and you got to have about five or six of them if you really want to be an elite team. And, and obviously they, they have to find a quarterback who's at least Kirk Cousins level, who they didn't love and, and, and let go to Minnesota uh, uh, previously. you got to find at least a guy like that that you can win with, uh, hopefully something better. But they're in, a, they're in a really tight spot because you look, Philadelphia um, – Washington has been stuck in mediocrity. Philadelphia turned this entire thing over, and now it's the number one seed in the NFC East. The New York Giants, who hire a coach 
every other year, right? They have turned this thing entirely over, and now they've got momentum with uh, Brian Dayball, and they're in the divisional round. Uh, and you look at the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like they they have had their lows, and now they've won 12 games in back-to-back seasons and have advanced in the playoffs this time. Those three don't seem to me like they're going anywhere. And so you're going to have to get significantly better and hope to have some bad luck, hope that your, your, your foes have bad luck in order for you to even talk about winning the division. Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post. You know, I remember Jerry now. Yeah, we're talking to him, and I remember he came on during the COVID. Yes, he came and on quite a bit. gave us some unbelievable time and interviews and a tremendously thoughtful guy. So I'm really excited that we have him back on the show again. Jerry, got about a minute to go here. Uh, Cincinnati plays at Buffalo, which is prophetic in a lot of ways. They're going to play 20 days after the injury uh, and the uh, near tragedy surrounding DeMar Hamlin. The league seems to have bounced back from it. We're all, you know, feeling like it's a good story now, a feel-good story now. But still looking back, and, you know, is there somewhere the NFL needs to still get to to protect these players? Yeah, exactly where. I'm not certain. All I know is that when it comes to player safety, you can never stop evaluating it and trying to, like, figure out little things to make the game better. You have to continue to be introspective and not defensive and uh, you can't you can't make football safe just like you can't make a car crash proof right um and uh the game is what the game is uh and, and nobody's saying to like make football fundamentally different than what it's always been but what you're saying is if the game is going to be not not a contact sport but a collision sport you right. need to go out of your way all the time to be thinking about player safety. And I still think the NFL, when it comes to all the factors in player safety, particularly with the brains of its athletes, I think it falls way short of that bar. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And, and to think they've come quite a bit of distance yes. and they still they have might a... They might be in sight of the bar, but they're still not to it yet. <laughs> no, not not even close. Jerry, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, we're going to try to check back in here before we get to the Super Bowl here. Thanks again, Jerry. All right. Thank you. Jerry Brewer there, Washington Post on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. I will say, you mentioned him being thoughtful. Yeah. He gave me some perspective there on Justin Herbert. Um all of it can't be his fault here at, no. at year three. I certainly still think he, he evades any criticism. But, yeah, he gets none. But uh, there is some points to be made there. What, two different uh, offensive coordinators in a short amount of time? Um, a, 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 an two organi- different coaches, two right? Di- two different coaches. Yeah. An organization that has really put it all uh, – he got to put it in perspective. They have put it really all on his shoulders. Like, it is – it is so down. They got him some defensive pieces this year. Joey Bosa missed a, a ton of, of time with that growing injury. So the way he played the other night, that might be a good thing. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> he definitely he definitely lost it and have some some choice set of words there for uh, the referees and his thoughts on what the locker room talk is for referees. He I, even started censoring himself at the end. He, he was did. like, 
Uh, I've, si I've said like uh, three bad words. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that, that scene of him throwing his helmet down as hard as anybody could throw a helmet down. Brandon Staley running over, picking up his helmet, handing it to him, and then him throwing it again <laughs> is going to be it was hilarious. That's going to live forever. It was like a toddler. That is going to live forever. It was. I mean, if, if you could put like fake sound on it, yeah, it'd be almost like Brandon saying, "Here, here it is again, Joey." Yeah. He takes it. Crap! <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> First hour in the can. Hour number two on the way. Gwen and Chris here at Cathedral Catholic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 